Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates every single day the people who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. We have a great show today, and we'll get to that in just a second. But before we go any further, let me bring my friend and partner in crime, the producer of Coast View, Kyle Curley, into the conversation and, uh, and just say good morning. How you doing, Kyle? I'm okay. I'm uh, running a little bit behind putting my camera together. I'll be right there. <laughs> That's okay. No problem at all, man. No problem at all. Hey, look, uh, Kenny referred to you as the backbone of the Super Talk Gulf Coast operation. And that, uh, that conversation I had with him earlier this week, it was really amazing to me that you guys have worked together for 26 years. I mean, you just don't hear about that in the radio business anymore. 26 years. It's been an incredible journey, hasn't it? It really has. And it is kind of crazy that we've been together that long. Um, you know, I started, I never thought I'd still be here when I first got into it, you know, back in 1994 when I started working for uh, the group. I think I was actually part-time before Kenny even got here. <laughs> you can go go ahead and finish your camera view, and I'll share this next item here, and then we'll get you on. There you are. Um, you know, you do weather, you do all these different things, but, you know, speaking of weather, it's really good that we have air conditioned here in coastal Mississippi, isn't it? Yes. Um, you know, I really feel for the people that don't. Um, you keep hearing people in northern part of the country and they, it still boggles me to this day that there's people that don't have it. It is, you know, as hot as it's been in the past even 20 years, it still boggles me. Well, you know, you know, you're right, man. The Pacific uh, Northwest, um, the the temperatures have been record breakers. It's unbelievable. They they had this heat dome that is over that part of the country. They're beginning to get just a little bit of relief from it now. But essentially, what that has done is trapped this hot air underneath that high pressure. Seattle reached 108 degrees, I think. You know, um, Oregon hit 116 degrees. But hey, man, listen to this. There was a cert. There was uh, as part of the census study. Only 44% of the houses in Seattle have air conditioning. Think about that for a second. Only 44%. And by the way, Portland, uh, 21% don't have a- ACs. That's, uh, I don't know how they've weathered this, this, uh, this storm of hot weather. What do you think? I don't know. That's a lot of large buckets of ice in front of a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I would be spending a lot of time in my car. Yeah, I, I know that's the case. You know, and we should also mention, obviously, that there are, there are some people in coastal Mississippi who can't afford air conditioning, and that's a that's a that's a real challenge for them this time of year as the, as the as the uh, humidity and the heat starts to really pick up. Um, hey, listen, one one other thing I want to mention to you: we we talked earlier this week about UBS and Synchrony have made announcements that their their workers are going to be working remotely. We talk about that on the show all the time. This was a trend that was in place before the pandemic, but it's, it's really picking up now. And as a result, you're going to see, um, you know, employees that are going to be working from home, some of them 100% of the time, some of them are going to be doing what they call a hybrid model, sometimes at work, sometime at, at home. But this is the way it's going to be. And it made me think about Koshu. I mean, and, and the role that you're playing, Kyle, you do so much from your house these days, but then you go into 
the, the office when you need to do that and have access to that equipment. But you're already in a hybrid mode and you probably will be staying there for some time, won't you? Uh, it looks to be that way for the near future. Yeah. And the, you know, remote working, I think I, I was way ahead of the trend as far as remote working. Um, I'd already had a good plan in place before the pandemic. And it was kind of funny, you know, being in broadcasting for so long, you look at different groups, especially Facebook, there's different groups. And as the pandemic started to kick in and everybody started getting kicked out of the office Everybody, you could see the trend of everybody going, hey, how do you do this from home? How do you do this? And I'm like, man, I've, you know, I've been doing this for years. So <laughs> I would chime in when I had a chance and, you know, people took some good advice and everybody started taking pictures of their new studios. And I would <laughs> share pictures of mine that's nice and worn in and, you know, has the uh, game day in the middle of the weeds kind of look. And they've got all the pristine, no mess. And I'm like, no, that's not how it really is. <laughs> Well, you know, it was part of the plan to do Coastview remotely when I signed up for this gig, but it just, you know, the pandemic sort of pushed it forward. And it required me to have to come up to speed pretty rapidly with how the technology works and how to pull it all off. But you've done an amazing job of supporting me. And, you know, the technology, everyone's had to learn how to use new technology, and they've gotten so good at it now. And I just don't think there'll be any turning back to where we were before. It's going to be some kind of a, a hybrid model from this point forward, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I really do. And especially a lot of times for this type of work, it, it is actually, um, it's more productive to kind of do it this way, really. Um, yeah. You know, at least in my case, it is because, you know, I, if I'm in the building, there's a lot of, hey, what is this? Hey, what's this password? And mm -hmm. for me, specifically me, it's easier for me to do this remotely. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Hey, and last thing, we, we'll talk more about this in, on a future show, but the NCAA Division I has uh, recommended the association temporarily suspend the amateurism rule, which, which is really going to finally <clears throat> give uh, athletes the opportunity to make money from uh, their name and their image and their likeness. After all these years of making all this money off college athletes, finally, it looks like more college athletes are going to have the opportunity to make money. It's, it's more than time to be able to do that, isn't it? Yeah, I think their rules on el on eligible athletes were – they were all one-sided. It's just like, you know, any big corporation. A lot of those decisions are all one-sided, and they're all to benefit the bigger corporations to keep money in their pockets, and they didn't want to share it. And I think now we're starting to see voices get louder on the other side that actually has – enough momentum and enough support behind them to equal the loudness of the previously big, large side. It's all about yeah. really. It, it really is. So much money has been made. Anyway, thanks for visiting with me. We'll uh, shift gears now and move over to Ken Kendra Simpson, who works for the Mississippi Aquarium. She's the VP of sales and marketing there. And uh, let me first just start by saying good morning, Kendra. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Look, I've stayed in very close contact with the aquarium since I started the show. Uh, you know, if you look back at the people that I've had on the show, I've had so many incredible guests. Um, of course, Kurt Allen, your director. I've had Meredith Horn and Jeff 
Clark and many others. And then, uh, you know, every time I, you know, have a, a mayor on this anywhere near you, like, for example, of course, Billy Hughes or Fofo Gillich with uh, conversations with people like uh, restaurateur Robert Stinson and conversations with uh, Michael Sunderman from uh, from, you know, his publishing company. Um, you know, everyone is excited about the aquarium. So let's start with just generally how things go on these days. Um, things are going great. Um, my office overlooks the ticketing entry, so I get to watch all the, uh, the guests walk up each day. So we're seeing great numbers daily. Um, groups and field trips and homeschools, summer camps are picking up. So we see the kids getting out more. Um, every day the last couple of weeks, we've had some kind of school group or summer camp group come visit us from um, as local here in Gulfport are Jackson, Mississippi, Bogalusa, Louisiana. So we're seeing guests from the region. Um, so just exactly what, what we want to see on a daily basis. Kendra, it's been really amazing watching the aquarium. Um, let's go back a little bit. So the aquarium was, there was a bit of a delay in opening and then we had tropical storms and hurricanes and pandemics and, Holy mackerel. I mean, the challenges were incredible. But the thing that came to mind every time I had someone from the aquarium on was the sense that I talk about on Coastal all the time, that coastal Mississippians are incredibly resilient. Yes. Well, the aquarium had to be resilient. You know, it had to constantly keep bouncing back from, uh, you know, all these different challenges. But there was a sense among every one of you guys and everyone I talked to in the community that once you guys could really begin to open up in the way that you wanted to open up to begin with, that people would start coming there in droves. And that has happened, hasn't it? It absolutely has. So yeah, we had a we had a a rough start, but nothing that we couldn't couldn't overcome. So um, you know, it started with kind of even numbers. Um, you know, September, August, September was really busy for us, and then we kind of leveled out. Um, you know, of course, January we had ice storms. We forgot about the ice storms, everything, but asteroids, right? So. Um, once all of that kind of calmed down and we came into March, the spring breakers started coming and we saw record numbers. We saw our biggest weekend um, to date over spring break um, and not the local spring break, the, the out of market spring breaks from North Mississippi and, and other areas. So, you know, we we are very good at changing and adapting to the situation or to the climate. Um, we did that and we just welcome uh, numerous guests every day from from all parts. Kendra, have you guys, uh, do you still have COVID protocols in place? Kind of give us an update about what the latest is there. So with the with the mandatory mask lifted, mandate lifted, um, we, we held on to it for a little while. And now um, it's basically what you feel comfortable with. So we feel that vaccinations are at a good um good going at a good rate we just had singing river here mm -hmm. friday for free vaccinations um so we recommend um the guests just do what is comfortable to them and our employees too we want our employees and our guests to feel safe um, we remind them to wash their hands which is a very important part of slowing the spread um keep your distance between parties um, if you're more comfortable with a mask please wear one but you're not required to 
Uh, that's well said, Kendra. I think you know you want to you want to give a nod to those who still feel like they have to keep their family safe, but it has to be a personal decision. And reminding everyone of these in- incredibly important attributes that we've all learned, you know, these habits that we all better learn from now on. It won't only, won't only help us with uh, COVID, but it will help us with things like the flu and other things that, that get in the way. And we, we also have, um, as you know, well, we have an indoor-outdoor campus, so 5.8 acres, and most of that is outside. So people do feel a little more comfortable uh, visiting us. Actually, I want to talk more about that here in just a second okay. because it's such a re- remarkable campus. And um, we'll, we'll start out with that, and then we'll talk about maybe some special events that are coming up and, and just continue the conversation with Kendra when we come back um, after this break. We'll see you after this break. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Koshi. We're having a conversation with Kendra Simpson, who's the uh, VP of Sales and Marketing for the Mississippi Aquarium. And before we went to the break, we talked about the need to be resilient, all these challenges that the aquarium faced as it worked so hard to get opened back up again and are opened up for the first time, I might add, not uh, again, just right. in general. And then the pandemic hit and all the challenges related to that. But now as we come out of the pandemic, you know, Kendra, one of the things, we'll come back to the campus in just a second, but one of the things that I think people in coastal Mississippi did a really good job um, uh, doing, and I can't help but think of my conversations with Milton Segarra as he talked in the very early stages of COVID about, you know, 80% of the people who came to Coastal Mississippi drove in their cars, and he, he, he anticipated that people were going to be to feel safe in their cars. So, that, number one, we needed to have a, a plan that focused on the drive-in traffic, and secondly, that helped them understand that we got this, that we know how to create a safe environment for you so you and your family can be safe. All the casinos were on board. In fact, the casinos were doing were sort of a worldwide best practice for the casino industry. But, you know, that the fact that we established that, I think it gave us a competitive advantage coming out of the pandemic because we already had sort of, you know, greased the skids, primed the pump, whatever you want to call it. And you guys were the beneficiary of of coming out of the pandemic and people, all this pent up demand. This is sort of what you see, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. So, you know, not only are we an aquarium, we have so many other things going on from our research programs, but we also have events on campus. So we have hosted events. If you want to get married at the aquarium or have a dinner here, then, then we're here to do those things. And so, of course, in August, it was very slow. We had no no events, no hosted events. Um, the phones are ringing off the hook now. So we are finally in a position to where people have, are comfortable coming out and getting together again. And we ease them into that. You know, we did, we did a few small events um, along the way. Um, we just did a rehearsal dinner for 205 people um, in our event space. And so people are ready to come back out and, and we helped them with that. And, you know, like I said earlier, what are you comfortable with? If you're comfortable wearing a mask, we want you to do that. But we do have the, you know, it is a good thing we are indoor, outdoor. People um, are comfortable outdoors. So, but it's coming back. It, and I think it's going to come back quicker than, than we anticipated. Um, summer traffic is steady. 
but the fall is looking great for us as well. Well, when the when the when the aquarium opened, uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media was there live, a gallo show, and I had the opportunity to do my show live from there as well. The day before we did our show, this was the first time I've actually been on the campus to walk around, and you know, as as a former publisher of the Sun Herald, and after working so hard after Hurricane Katrina to to help our communities rebuild, it was amazing to me actually to stand there overlooking Guppert Harbor. And and you know out you know looking out over the water and thinking to myself where else in the in the in the world actually can you stand and see this view with behind you this world class facility in the in the Mississippi Aquarium, it is a unique position to be in. Uh, if you haven't been there, people need to go and check that out. And this sort of nice mix between indoor and outdoor that you pointed out before, but it is. Uh, it, it's just it, coming out of the pandemic. It's just it's kind of the what the doctor ordered, isn't it? I think so, and I think people, you know, the more they visit, the more they realize that. And and our campus is very unique, and so we are, you know, not just downtown Gulfport. We are Mississippi's aquarium, and our the theme of our campus represents the waters that flow through Mississippi. So, as you as you know, because you've been here before. Um, the first thing you see are gators um, native to Mississippi. There's a freshwater river that runs through the middle of the campus um, to the dolphins that are native to our Mississippi Sound. And when you enter the main habitat, which is indoors, that represents the beyond. So everything starts with the river, with the Mississippi River, and it flows into the Gulf of Mexico and beyond. And that's what gives life to our state. Um, you know, coastal Mississippi is you know, one of the biggest tourist areas. We're also, you know, the biggest seafood producer. There's a lot going on here. And and across the state, we want to, you know, just make everybody proud of what we have here. And I do happen to have a great view of the harbor. And it's um, it's amazing to look out and see the revitalization of downtown Gulfport. I moved here one year before Katrina. Um, and then saw the devastation that took place and to see how we've come back uh, not just coastal mississippi being resilient but mississippians as a whole coming back to visit supporting us our tourism numbers did not drop like the rest of the country because of our resiliency um, we're we're trending ahead if you try to find a hotel room in coastal mississippi right now for the weekend you're probably not going to be able to get one yeah, I've often said actually that if you think if you look at uh, how how Mississippi at one point coming out of the when they restarted the economy after the shutdown, Mississippi was like number three in the nation. And then you look at what's the what's the primary component of that recovery? It was tourism. Then you start to look at the primary component of the tourism across the state, and it was coastal Mississippi's you know position in that that helped us get there. So some right. of the best recovery numbers in the world here in coastal Mississippi, and you're getting you're getting getting the benefit of that now. Hey, just one quick thing. When we were at that opening, one of the things that really made me proud was to see Fofo Gillich come over from Biloxi to be part of the opening. And I thought to myself, it sort of it sort of comes to your point. Of course, Phil Bryant, I had the opportunity to talk to the former governor of the state of Mississippi, who was really a big, passionate uh, leader in the effort to create the Mississippi Aquarium. But it is Mississippi's aquarium. And to see Fofo Gillich and Mayor Billy Hughes working together for the good of some thing like this it gives you it really gives you a warm feeling that this one coast thought is is the right, right approach to take so this you know looking at coastal mississippi as a region is the way to go hey you've got some special events coming up why don't you tell me about that 
Absolutely. So this weekend, 4th of July weekend, we have Ales at the Sale, Star Spangled Banner. Um, it's a craft beer festival, so your ticket gets you unlimited tastings to local craft breweries, um, bring out samples of their best beers. We also have a kid zone, so it is a kid-friendly event. We want you to bring your families out. Um, we'll have bouncy houses and a kid zone set up so they can play. Um, and then uh, City of Gulfport has an amazing fireworks show that I believe starts at 8.30, so you'll be able to get prime viewing on um, our south lawn for the for the fireworks. And tickets are on sale on our website. Of course, you can visit msaquarium.org to purchase those. We also have eco-tours that are running every Friday out of Ship Island um, excursions. So we um, charter the Pan American Clipper, which is an amazing boat. It's a smaller boat. Um, and our research director, Dr. Holly Morocco, and her group of interns, um, research interns, uh, kind of tell you about the life and the ecosystem of the Mississippi Sound, which is so vital to everything that we do down here. It's a great 90-minute tour. Um, you can buy a combo ticket to the aquarium, or you can just go on the tour standalone. But I recommend that everybody do this. We take for granted sometimes um, what's really out there. So we can always jump in a boat and go to the islands, but you never think about really what's in that water. Um, and Holly gives a great overview of how it affects, how our actions affect the life in those waters. Um, then we also have Mississippi Aquarium's Miss Mississippi, Miss, Miss Aquarium pageant, Little Miss Aquarium pageant, which is kind of odd to have a beauty pageant at an aquarium. Um, but I was approached about doing this and I'm a fan of pageants because I think they build confidence in young women. You know, this is a pageant for babies up until 18 years old. If you have the confidence to get on the stage, um, you'll have interview questions and do these things that it's really a good confidence builder for these young women. Um, you can register your, your daughter or uh, loved one or yourself on uh, our website. That is also a um, qualifier for the Miss Magnolia pageant. So you know Miss Mississippi won Miss USA this year. So we're encouraging all young girls across the state to come out um, and strive for excellence in, in this beauty pageant. It is a natural pageant, um, no false eyelashes, no fake teeth. It's not what you see on, on TLC. It's a natural pageant um, and it just builds confidence and and these young girls today. So that's a few of the things we have going on. And yeah. then you can always visit our website for a full listing. Um, we have always have something different, um, a little added value to the guest um, and a little fun things um, for the community. I love the collaboration with the Scrimetta family through the Ship Island yes. tours. Um, how's that going? Tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. It's amazing. We, um, we did our first one three weeks ago. Um, and then it was, we had a good turnout. We got some great footage. Um, we don't, we don't guarantee that you're going to see dolphins, but there's a good chance you're going to see dolphins on this cruise. Um, Holly, our research director is amazing. She's, um, a Mississippi state grad and she's done research literally all over the world. Um, and she's just so knowledgeable of our Mississippi sound and the eco culture that's out there. It's more than just it's more than just getting on a boat and, and following dolphins. It's really learning about what's in those waters. We did get rained out for our second trip. Um, we had one last week and then we'll have one this Friday. So I encourage you to come and, and learn about the ecosystems. 
Well, Kendra, we're out of time, but look, it has been a pleasure to catch up with you. We should have you back more often, and we will, for a matter of fact. Um, you're the uh, VP of Sales and Marketing for the Mississippi Aquarium. I am so thrilled to hear you guys are doing well and uh, hope that you continue to have a great summer that, you know, we're going to still have some rain here and there, but let's not have any tropical systems that impact the aquarium in a way that they can't continue to shine uh, because they're such an important attraction for coastal Mississippi. So thank you, Kendra, and I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. You bet. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.